his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Yeah, that was the news conference Hunter Biden held outside of the Senate uh, the day that he kind of blew off that congressional subpoena. What what else is there to know about that? Did Joe Biden know he was going to defy the subpoena? I don't know about that. We've got Jared Halpern for Fox News Radio on the phone right now. Jared, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Absolutely. You know, I, I said this to somebody the other day. Normally, this week between Christmas and New Year's is a dead week when it comes to political news. Not anymore, right? Well, certainly, certainly not <laughs> when uh, you turn that calendar to an election year. Yeah. Um, you know, all bets are off when, you know, I think maybe we took, what, maybe two days off <laughs> to spend time with loved ones. And now uh, we're back at it. And listen, I think what you're going to see over the next certainly, you know, first few months of, of the new year is just a slew of kind of back and forth letters from uh, James Comer and, and uh, Jim Jordan. Right. The, the two Republican chairmen uh, leading this impeachment inquiry. What they are uh, seeking now are. Um, information from the White House counsel's office about whether or not President Biden knew in advance that Hunter Biden uh, was going to do what he did when he uh, showed up at the Capitol to announce that he was not going to sit down for this closed door deposition. That is based uh, on something that Corrine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, had said. She was asked that afternoon uh, at the briefing uh, about whether or not um, you know, this sort of statement had been run through the White House, what role the president, you know, had, had they talked. Um, and she said that she was not going to get into to private conversations between a father and son, but that uh, the president was familiar with what Hunter Biden would say. And so now a lot of questions about what that, that means. Was he familiar in the sense that he knew that Hunter Biden was not going to sit down for this deposition? What did that mean? And so what uh, Comer and, and Jordan are after now is information from the counsel's office about any records that may exist about uh, foreknowledge that the president may have had. I do not know how far this can get, right? Certainly a lot of this, I think, probably delves into not just executive privilege, but private conversations outside sort of the scope of the president's duty, right? A, a conversation uh, between a father and son uh, generally is not something that, that you know, Congress has 
oversight of. Then again, a lot of this impeachment inquiry deals with the financial dealings of the president's son. So I think it will set up uh, probably a lengthy back and forth between the White House and in these House committees. Jared, this is Kim. I mean, whether or not Joe Biden knew this was Hunter's plan going into it to defy the subpoena, I would just hope he's held accountable. But quite honestly, I'm not very optimistic that that's going to happen. Well, I think we're it's too early to tell. Um, Defying a subpoena is not something that um, is all that unusual, especially when you're talking about impeachment type inquiries. Um, So we are at the first step of that. When the House of Representatives comes back into session here in the next few weeks, uh, Comer and and Jordan will have decisions to make about whether or not they want to pursue contempt of Congress charges against Hunter Biden. That would require a couple of votes, both at the committee level and the full House uh, of Representatives. And then that referral uh, would get sent to um, the U.S. attorney here in D.C. Sometimes that's prosecuted. Sometimes that's not. And sometimes um, there is a judge who will step in and kind of force a negotiation, um, which could be what you see here. And I say that only because what you have is not um, a, a defying of the subpoena in the sense that Hunter Biden says he is not going to answer questions. At least he hasn't said that yet, right? He has said that he wants an open hearing, does not want a closed-door deposition. Does that open up some sort of possibility where there's a negotiation between, you know, these committees and and Hunter Biden's representatives to reach some sort of accommodation that both sides find agreeable? I don't know. Um, But sometimes that's the route you can see these go down. But generally, it takes an awful lot of time uh, to get any sort of decision on whether or not somebody's going to be charged with contempt of Congress. Yeah, you know, I heard James Comer talking, it uh, might have been earlier this week, about some of the the, the uh, fake emails that, that they've gotten their hands on. They were trying to get more information on these. Have you reported on that at all? Well, the real emails, I think it's about the alias that was used, right? Uh, the Where, al- fake you know, aliases, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Real emails. Real emails, um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah um, again, I... What we have heard from the White House and the council's office is that this is not unusual, that presidents, vice presidents, um, senior administration officials often will have kind of these uh, master or, you know, email accounts that that don't use their real name is a a way to protect their privacy. Um, And so long as they're not used for official business, they don't run afoul of, of the law. But again, whether or not they show any sort of coordination between the then vice president and and you know these business dealings will be a part of what the the house looks into but the idea that like a president or a vice president would have you know some sort of i guess masking of their email at least from the white house explanation is that that is something that is done again as a way to kind of protect the privacy of of those individuals i guess like back in the old days when like celebrities would use a fake name to check into a hotel i don't know if that's done anymore but uh <laughs> you know you've sort of heard those stories yeah, from yeah from uh, yeah. an earlier time or what was mitt romney's fake uh, twitter account was it carlos oh my Danger god or i something? remember this what a good piece of uh, <laughs> oh man it was it was Spanish, right? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I can't, maybe that I'm uh, thinking of Anthony Weiner, the Carlos Danger thing. Well, they both. I, I, oh, that, that was uh, that. Oh, I should know that one. Pierre too. Delecto. Pierre, Pierre Delecto. Delecto. That's it. I just googled Pierre it. Pierre Delecto. That was French. Yeah, Pierre Delecto was Pierre Romney. Delecto. And, um, <laughs> Weiner had another one that was bizarre. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Fun times. It should be should be. A I good need to year, come up Jerry. with a good. I, I should come up with a good alias. You or, should. You should. Absolutely. Well, I remember in uh, in college we would uh, make um, we would make <laughs> dinner reservations under Merino because we had the same number of Super Bowl rings. Yeah, the, the, nice, nice, excellent. <laughs> All right, Jared Halpern. Thank you, my friend. Happy New Year. All right, take care. All right, too. talk to you again soon. Get more at ninety seven one talk dot com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 